Good evening, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm Carol Ganua, your Married for Life coach, and you are listening to One Flesh for Life. I hope everybody's doing well. I am so excited, oh God, for tonight, my friends. We are on the third pillow and the third warning sign that your marriage is headed on the verge of divorce. And if you heard um, this story last year, or something similar to this story, well, just hold tight and pretend like you didn't hear it, okay? <laughs> um, but if you have never heard this this story before, it's a Covey. And like I said, for those of you who have been listening, you know that a Covey is the smaller version of story time. But it's our version of a Esau fable. So Coveys are one flesh fables that we do on this recording all right so what i'm going to do tonight is give you a kovi it's entitled the benefactor and it's going to help you understand what the third pillar is and how that relates to the third warning sign that your marriage could be headed on the verge of divorce that's what we're going to talk about tonight so i want to get right into it and i hope you get to enjoy the session tonight okay here it goes the benefactor the cunninghams have a pet cat called betsy who sleeps on her mat that is provided to her by the cunninghams however occasionally when the cunninghams have left the house for a few minutes or a few moments it is customary for them to leave their bedroom door cracked open so that Betsy can snuggle up on the bed next to their pillows while they're away from the house for a few minutes or for a moment. This is not the same or this is not true for the Browns who also have a pet cat called Ronky. Ronky has a beautiful custom-made pet house made by the Browns where she stays all the time whether the Browns are away or not. The pet house that the Browns have made has everything Ronky needs. Water, food, blanket, toys, and even a tiny night light to keep her from being scared to go to bed at night. Ronky knows that the Browns who find her sleeping anywhere else but but inside the pet house will be whipped very heavily. So she never tries to get caught sleeping anywhere but in her little pet house. The end. What's the moral of this story? The moral of this story is that who your benefactor is depends on the benefits that you will receive. So who your leader is, who your master is, will depend on the type of privileges and benefits that you will receive with that master or that leader. Some people have Jesus as their master 
others do not. Some people have their children leading them or the children are in control of the family and not them. Depending who is leading your life will depend on the benefits that you have. Let me break it to you down a little bit more. Everyone who works somewhere, if you work somewhere and you receive medical benefits, depending who your insurance carrier is, will depend on what comes into that package. Some insurance company have more extensive benefits than some others, right? You guys know that. So you always get the opportunity during the enrollment period at your job or in your company to choose which insurance company you want to have so that you can get the maximum amount of benefit or the benefits that are in line with your desires. So who your benefactor is, is who will determine what your benefits are. How does this story relate to your one flesh marriage? Can you guess? If you haven't been able to guess, let me explain. Who is leading your life as a wifey or as a hobby? Whoever is leading your life, whoever you have as your master, will depend what kind of benefits and what kind of lifestyle you will be living. So if I have Jesus, the Holy Spirit, a.k.a. the flesh mature, a.k.a. the manufacturer and the producer of the one flesh marriage, if you have him as your leader, obviously you will get the benefits that he provides, such as the fruit of the spirit, such as peace, joy, no worries, complete peace, right? And if you have your flesh as your leader of course you are going to have the flesh leading you that means you are being led by the desires of your heart or your flesh your flesh is leading you it's the desires of your heart that are leading you and what i mean by this is let me give you an example before i became a christian of course i wasn't following god I didn't care about God. I didn't care about doing the right things. I didn't care about living right. I just cared about enjoying myself, having a good time, going out with my friends and stuff like that. So once in a while, I would go to the parties. I would have a few drinks and stuff like that. I wasn't caring about doing what is best for my body. I wasn't caring about how many drinks I had and stuff like that. I was just out to have a good time. I was satisfying the desires of my flesh. If I wanted to have five drinks that day, I would have five drinks. If I wanted to have drink and get drunk, I would do whatever. You get what I'm saying? So I was walking in the desire of my flesh, what I desire. So my flesh was ruling me. It was my desires. My fleshly desires was in control. It's whatever I desired. You understand where I'm coming from? I hope you do. When you have, if you don't have God or the Holy Spirit as your leader, then you really don't have the Holy Spirit being able to 
enjoy the benefits that he has. But you have the enemy, the enemy of the spirit leading you. And he gives you the desires of your heart. So the third pillow that we're talking about tonight is called the leadership pillow. You want to have Jesus, the flesh mature, the manufacturer and the producer, the founder of your one flesh marriage, leading your life if you don't want it to end in divorce. Because the third warning sign that your marriage is headed on the verge of divorce is when you are habitually walking in the desires of your flesh. And that is because you do not have the Holy Spirit leading you you have someone else leading you. The instructional manual tells us that God's mission, the Holy Spirit's mission, is for you to have life and have it more abundantly. That includes for you to have lifelong love with your hubby or your wifey and live happily ever after until death. But the enemy, that is the enemy of your one flesh marriage, only comes his mission is to steal kill and destroy your one flesh marriage so that it can end in a divorce that's his mission to destroy your one flesh marriage and he does this when you are habitually when you are craving the things of your flesh when you are desiring when something becomes a habit of yours that means you are just walking in it How many of you have the habit of walking your dog around the block? If you are consistently and frequently doing that, that's now your habit. You have a habit of walking your dog. Some of you have the habit. Some of you have gotten carried away in your flesh and you have the habit of taking strong alcoholic drinks once or twice a month or every week or whatever. Some of you have so gotten into the habit of sneaking away and watching some porn movies every now and then you've gotten into the habit you frequent it we don't want to get into the habit of walking in the desires of our flesh when we do that that is a red flag and that is a warning sign that your marriage is going to head on the verge of divorce the instructional manual tells us in galatians 5 16 walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh if you are walking in the spirit that means you are being led by the spirit so if you don't want to habitually be walking in the desires of your heart or what you want to do then you have to have a new leader you you can't have the flesh leading your life anymore you have to have the lord the holy spirit leading your life and just like the just like the covid that i just read to you you notice that there was two different households the cunning nuns as the leader in that household Betsy had master who gave her the privilege or the benefit of sleeping on their bed while they were gone or if they stepped out of the house for a few minutes. She had that benefit because that was her leader. That's how the Cunninghams operated. 
but then you had the Browns out where Ronky knew that if she dare go and sleep on the bed, she was going to get whooped. So she had a different leader. She had a different master. Her benefit was staying in the pet house that they made for her and solely that. That was the benefit that she got. She got to have her food. She got to have the night light and she got to have everything, every little thing that she needed right there in the pet house. And she was, she was told and instructed never to go and sleep anywhere else. So depending on who is leading your one flesh marriage. If your one flesh marriage has Jesus as a strong foundation, which is what we talked about last last week. If you have Jesus as the firm foundation, then you want to have Jesus as well leading your life, leading your life. Because if you are led by the spirit, then you are going to be walking in the spirit. Okay. The instructional manual also tells us in Romans 8.1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. So there are benefits. There are definite benefits when you are walking in the spirit. Let me give you a very quick rundown. Actually let me just tell you exactly what your biggest benefit is. If you are walking in the spirit. That means walking in the spirit basically means staying connected to the Holy Spirit, never losing fellowship with him, always staying connected to him. That means staying in the word and in prayer and in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. If you don't have the Holy Spirit in your life, that means if you never invited Jesus Christ into your, into your heart, I ask you, I beg you to do so right now. Heavenly Father, I want to ask you to help all of those who desire to have you as their leader in their lives. Lord, forgive them for any sins that they have committed against you. And Lord, I ask, oh God, that you will help them to cry out to you and ask you to lead them in the right direction, which is you, Lord God. Give them the truth. The truth is that if they have you as their leader, then they can begin to walk in the spirit and not in the lust of their flesh. Father, I ask, oh God, that everyone listening at the sound of my voice tonight will receive you as their leader and that they will pledge and commit themselves to obeying your voice, staying connected with you and walking in the desires of your name. Whatever you ask them to do, that they will do it. Because the benefit is that you will give them the desires of their heart. And I thank you, Father, for everyone who honestly and truly desires this. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, my friend, I hope that prayer was for someone in tonight. And let me remind you again what the biggest benefit is if you are staying connected to the holy spirit and have him as the leader and as the head of your life have him as your master and savior one of the biggest benefits is found in the instructional manual in john 15 7 it says if you abide in me that's the holy spirit 
and my words abide in you. You shall ask whatever you will, and it will be done unto you. Isn't that great? The word of God tells us that if we have the Holy Spirit as our leader, if we have, if we stay connected to him, that means abide in him. That means not, don't stay out of touch with him. Keep in touch with him. Keep connected to him. If we have him as our leader, we can ask what you will and it will be done unto us because we will be walking in the spirit. When you walk in the spirit, you get the benefits of being in the connection with the spirit when you walk in your flesh you are going to get the benefits of walking in your flesh don't get trapped in any habit that will lead you down the path of divorce this is the path that i'm talking about it's when you are habitually desiring to walk in the desires of your flesh what you desire does anybody know of a wifey or hobby who consistently is just wanting their way? It's my way or the highway? Kind of, kind of that attitude. I want things my way. I'm going to get what I want. Don't be shocked if you see that all you need to do is praying and maybe have a conversation with wifey or hobby and let them know. That flesh, the maybe the flesh or the enemy has taken ground and is taking control of their life. You want to have the Jesus as the one leading your one flesh marriage. If you don't want to fall into the trap of divorce. And that's the third warning sign that your marriage could be headed on the verge of divorce when you are habitually walking in the desires of your flesh. Remember, you don't have to fall into that trap. You don't have to experience divorce ever again. God put the two of you together to be one flesh for life. God bless.